Okay, let's do this podcast. Here's the haiku of the day Nancy needs to read. Whitmer is an idiot. Actors are so dumb. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome to the Sunday show. So I know I'm supposed to be reading, um, I'm supposed to be reading Animal, Animal Farm. And we're going to get to Animal Farm, but there's just so much going on. I, I just can't ignore this. I also got my ballot. I'm really excited. I got my ballot. I'm trying to figure out how to do it to make sure they don't reject it. The other thing is I completed Yoda on Saturday night. So Yoda is actually done. I need some super glue to make it work, and then I'm going to give it to my dad. So uh, let's go over some of the news. Now, I know I'm not reading Animal Farm you guys, according to my statistics, you guys seem to like when I read. That's fine. We're going to do some reading today. So we're not going to, it's not going to be all about, um, I, we are going to analyze something today. So, but there's just so much stuff. We just can't ignore it. So uh, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, on Friday announced legislation to create a commission that would allow Congress to oust the president from office using the 25th Amendment. Um, she said if he's in an altered state, she was talking about Trump specifically, if he's in an altered state because of coronavirus, um, he shouldn't be in the office. She sat back and said, this is not about the president. He will face judgment of the voters, but he shows the need for us to create a process for future presidents. Love it. Love it. Because this proves a lot of the shit that I keep saying. Um, Trump responded on Twitter, quote, crazy Nancy Pelosi is looking at the 25th Amendment in order to replace Joe Biden with Kamala Harris. I think he may have this. I think he might be right. The Dems want that to happen fast because Sleepy Joe is out of it. Absolutely correct. So Pelosi was joined, uh, joined by Representative Jamie Raskin, who's got to be the creepiest looking guy in the world. Raskin said this, we need to act in times of chaos. We must hold fast to our constitution. The 25, 25th amendment is all about the stability of the presidency and the continuity of the office. So essentially what Nancy is trying to do is create a commission in the House of Representatives that can determine if the president is capable of performing the duties of his office. If they determine he cannot, the 25th Amendment should be implemented. First thing we need, we should do is actually read the 25th Amendment. I know, this is bizarre thought. We should read the, the Constitution of the United States. And we'll get into more into that later. Once we read it, we can then determine whether or not Crazy Nancy can do what she wants to do. Hint, I just called her crazy. That should give you all you need to know about what she can and can't do. The 25th Amendment, it was written in 1789 and has been invoked several times, including the death of JFK, the shooting of Ronald Reagan, um, even George Bush in 2002 implemented while he had a colonoscopy. Okay, so because he was going to be under and someone needed to be a president while he was under um, anesthesia. So it's used. It's not something that's really rare. It's made up in four sections. 
So let's do this. Let's read the sections. Let's actually read the 25th Amendment. I know this is really weird. Can't, I mean, the, constitu the Constitution thing, I, I, I know it's weird. But let's use that as our reading for the day. So here is the 25th Amendment. Now, if you want to know where I get this, I actually have the Federalist Papers, the Constitution, and the Declaration of Independence in one book by Signet Classics. Um, it's a fantastic book. It actually sits next to me when I do this stuff because I've referred to it about a billion times. I haven't read all of the Federalist Papers because I, I got to be honest with you. Um, 18th and 19th century writers writing was really kind of boring. Uh, I mean, these guys do not know how to break paragraphs up. So let's go over it. Let's go over the 25th Amendment, Section 1. In case of removal of the president from office or his death or resignation, the vice president shall become president. That's okay. That's great. Not, not an issue. It doesn't require a commission. doesn't require anything. Let's read section two. Whenever there is a vacancy in the office of the vice president, the president shall nominate a vice president who shall take office upon confirmation by a majority of both house uh, houses of Congress. Which means if the vice president dies, essentially the president nominates somebody and then it's a strict majority. So 51 to 50, it's just a majority. Um, 51 to 49, excuse me, in the Senate. They'll both vote and that's it. Okay. It has nothing to do with the president so far. Section three. Now we're getting we're getting things. Whenever the president transmits to the president pro tempore or pro tem, which is, by the way, the president pro tem of the Senate. Okay, I'm sorry, let me read that again. Whenever the president transmits to the president pro tem of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives has written a declaration that he is unable to discharge his powers and duties of his office, and until he transmits them a written declaration to the contrary, such powers and duties shall be discharged to the vice president as acting president. Okay, so what does that mean? Okay, the president pro tem of the Senate is the vice president and the Speaker of the House. So essentially what has to happen is when President Trump, let's just say he got seriously ill from um, coronavirus and he realized I can't I can't do my job he would actually send a letter to both the Senate and the House of Representatives specifically to the vice president and to Nancy Pelosi and the two would have to sit back and say okay and then the vice president becomes president how does this affect the 25th amendment and the Congress's decision to make the 25th amendment it doesn't so right off the bat. Okay, so we've gone through three sections and we still haven't figured out how the House of Representatives can create a commission. So this is the big one. This is section four. This is the longest one. Um, be patient. I am going to read the whole thing. Not that long. It's two paragraphs, but here we go. Whenever the vice president and, the, and a majority of either principal officers of executive departments or of such other body as uh, other body as Congress may by law provide, transmit the president pro tem to of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, 
their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. The vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. Now, there's there's the thing. That's what she's referring to. Uh, unfortunately, this is not a good way to... It, this does not make it legal for what she's actually doing. Okay, so... The principal officers of the executive department. So that's basically his cabinet. Now, have you guys ever seen, um, um, oh, what was that movie called with Harrison Ford? I can't remember. Um, Air Force One. That's what the movie was called. Air Force One, they were going to do this. They were actually going to get the president out and the vice president was going to take over. Because the president was incapable of making a good decision. That's fine. But here's the problem. Uh, the um, We're going to talk about the, what the real problem is. But uh, the Speaker of the House of Representatives in the written declaration. Okay. This is what she's thinking. She thinks she can actually create the law based off of the fact that it's mentioned in this one paragraph. That she can do something. Nancy Pelosi is considered an executive in the White House. And the reason she's considered, she's, con she's actually third in line to be president. If Trump and the one of the reasons Trump does not fly with Pence, they always have separate planes is in case one of the planes crashes. All right. If both of them were on a plane and the plane crashed, she would be president. That's kind of scary. She does have to sign something that says this guy's incapable here's the here's the thing and this is what no one understands the entire cabinet all of president trump's cabinet including the vice president has to sign that same bill do you see where the problem is the problem here is that let's just say she does sign the bill okay but she's got to get the President, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, all of those folks have to sign that same bill. Um, Jamie Raskin is not the Secretary of State. He is not part of the executive branch. He has no say. So let's just say Nancy Pelosi decides to get all sorts of Democrats into this committee. It's an irrelevant committee. Because they can only suggest that President Trump is not stable or he's too sick. It's got to be the president's group that actually says that and Nancy Pelosi. Not going to happen. So right off the bat, what an irrelevant, that's a big one. So let's finish it up. Thereafter, when the president transmits to, when the president transmits to the president pro tem of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives has written a declaration that no inability exists. He shall resume the powers and duties of his office unless the Vice President and the majority of either the principal officers of the Executive Department or such other body of Congress may, may by law, provide, transmit within four days to the President pro tem of the Senate and the Speaker of the House. Thereupon, Congress shall decide the issue assembling within 48 hours for the purpose, if not in session. If the Congress, within 21 days after the receipt of the letter, written declaration, 
or if Congress is not in session within 21 days after Congress is required to assemble, determines that by two-thirds vote of both houses, which is the Senate and the House of Representatives, that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, the vice president shall continue to discharge the same by acting as by acting president. Otherwise, the president shall resume the powers and duties of office. Okay, so we read this. Notice something? The House of Representatives has no say in any of this unless everyone kind of agrees. So, yeah, the House of Representatives, if 66% of them can agree, that's great, but 66% of the Senate also has to agree. And here's a newsflash. This is a protection of the 25th Amendment. The president's own staff has to agree. That includes the vice president. So it, it, it's this is this is part of that that checks and balances system so someone doesn't abuse this stuff. And by the way, this irritates the crap out of me, and I'll tell you why. Um, first off, the Democrats seem to love bureaucracy. I hate bureaucracy. You create another commission that's going to do something that's irrelevant. You're just creating bureaucracy. And if you don't know, I, I've always hated bureaucracy. The Environmental Protection Agency is an example of a bureaucracy that I think is just so freaking stupid, I can't even stand it. Now, mind you, that bureaucracy was created by Richard Nixon, a conservative Republican. Uh, I don't know why he did that, it, but it's the worst bureaucracy out there. And that's the whole thing. I, I, I just hate bureaucracy, and that's what this commission is. Let me make another big guess that this commission will be all Democrats. Here's the thing. Um, they couldn't get him out based on impeachment. So this is not going to get President Trump out. If Vice President Pence, Secretary of State, all these people are not going to vote Trump out. Um, this is just another harassment strategy. That's all it is. Uh, the 25th Amendment is less than a page long. And this is a big question I have. Did anybody read this thing? Did Nancy Pelosi read it? She has no right to create that commission. If, if Nancy Pelosi actually wanted to change the law, she would have to create a 28th Amendment. This is, or I'm sorry, yeah, 28th Amendment. Overriding the 25th Amendment. You can't, it's impossible. It's not going to happen. It's a crap law. Now, there could be two reasons she's doing this. She thinks, she thinks Trump's going to win and she needs a way to harass him. Impeachment was a huge failure. It was a disaster for Nancy and the Democrats. As a matter of fact, I'll go so far as to say it's probably going to cost the Democrats the House of Representatives. I think there's a very good chance the House of Representatives is going to flip to Republican. The Senate, right now, it's looking at my flip to Democrat, but that's fine. Um, she thinks that Biden's going to win and wants an easy way to get Biden out. Because Biden doesn't want to be president. Let's call it what it is. Biden does not want to be president. And if this commission says, I don't think you're able to 
perform your duties of your office. Biden will probably say, yeah, okay. And then he'll go sleep in his basement with his depends and he'll be good to go and Kamala Harris will be president. I think it's the former because the 25th Amendment will be easy to obtain with Joe Biden without creating a commission. He's barely alive right now. I'm pretty sure his cabinet, especially frickin' uh, Kamala Harris, yeah, I do not see Kamala Harris voting against Biden losing the election in the 25th Amendment. But we'll see in 24 days how that's going to work out. Oh, there was a civics lesson for the day. Now let's talk about that little tyrant broad in frickin' Michigan. Uh, five Michigan men and a man from Delaware have been arrested for allegedly plotting to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmar from Michigan, um, from her vacation home. That's nice. According to the criminal complaint, Adam Fox of Michigan, this is all from um, Fox News. I'm actually reading this. According to the criminal complaint, Adam Fox of Michigan and Barry Croft of Delaware were among the group of individuals who the FBI identified in early 2020 as wanting to take violent action against state governments in the name of the U.S. Constitution. The two were later joined by Ty Garbin, a leader of a Michigan-based militia group, which allegedly was already on the radar of law enforcement after concerned after a concerned member reported to police that he believed members were intent on killing officers. The U.S. Attorney of um, uh, of uh, the Eastern District of Michigan, Matthew Schroeder, said, "All of us quote All of us can disagree about politics, but those disagreements should never ever result in violence. The allegations in the complaint are deeply disturbing. We owe our thanks to the men and women of law enforcement who uncovered this plot and have worked so hard to protect Governor Whitmer. I agree. I think Whitner Whitmer is a tyrant." I also think she's a sociopath. All you have to do is look at her. Listen to her speaking. Look at her eyes. She's only concerned about herself. She's only concerned about her own power. Um, I do believe she needs to be voted out, out of office. But I don't believe she should be kidnapped or killed and whatever else they were going to do to the broad. I, I, I hate the woman. I think she's a horrid human being. I don't think she be, she should be killed. Okay, so uh, here's the complaint. Um, it's kind of long. There is some foul language in it, but let's let's go through it anyway. The conspirators often communicate via encrypted online platforms and use code words or phrases to describe their plans in the self-proclaimed effort to avoid law enforcement detection. For example, on July 24th, 2020, confidential human source two, and Garbin contacted. Fox by telephone. The call was recorded by CHS2. Fox said he had researched the governor's office online and he believed that the governor kept only a ceremonial office in Lansing. Fox wondered aloud whether the group just needed to, quote, party it out, make cake, and send it, end quote, in what CH2 believed was a coded reference for, to sending a bomb to the governor. Fox discussed Fox discussed the need to train for the next three months to be ready to engage. Fox stated, quote, In all honesty, right now, I just want to make the world glow, dude. I'm not even fucking kidding. 
I just want to make it all glow, dude. I don't fucking care anymore. I'm just so sick of it. That's what it's going to take for us to take it back. We're go- just going to have to... To... We're just... We're just going to have to... Everything's going to be... Have to be annihilated. Okay, I, I think what he's saying is... Everything's going to have to be annihilated. We're going to topple it all, dude. It's... It's what great freaking conquers, man. We're just going to conquer every fucking thing, man. He sounds like a genius, right? Fox and Garbin further discuss the need for the government to collapse because it has become so tyrannical. After arriving back at Garbin's property, Confidential Human Source 2, this guy who reported it, asked, quote, everybody down with what's going on, end quote, and someone stated, quote, if you're not down with the thought of kidnapping, don't sit here, Garbin replied, quote, oh no, we're not kidnapping. That's not what we're doing, end quote, which sparked general laughter. Amidst the laughter, another voice said, quote, no children, end quote. And the voice added, quote, we're at adult napping, end quote. Frank stated, quote, kidnapping, arson, death, I don't care, end quote. The group then started discussing destroying the vacation home of Whitmer. Uh, I'm adding that. This is an evil group. This is a very evil, evil group. But this is a group against the government. So, of course, Whitmer and the media did what they usually do. They blame Trump. Listen to this. The President of the United States stood before the American people and refused to condemn white supremacists and hate groups like these two Michigan militia groups. Everything is Trump's fault. If he cured cancer... He would be blamed for killing a disease that brought money into the healthcare system. With her logic, it if it was Bernie Sanders' fault for the congressional softball shooting that almost killed Steve Scalise. It's a stupid argument. It's a stupid thing to say. And here's the other thing. Here's something wild and crazy. I'm going to have to step back from the microphone here. Trump has condemned white supremacy and the KKK. He has done it over and over again. He's done it for the last four years. I don't understand. There was a compilation on YouTube that I really wanted to find for this podcast. I couldn't find it. I, I, I couldn't find it. I know it's in my my looks. It's in my uh, YouTube deal. I, I'm probably going to find it later. But he is constant. He just condemned white supremacy like four days ago. He has always condemned white supremacy. You know who has not condemned white supremacy? Joe Biden. Remember what Joe Biden did? Joe Biden dealt with Robert Byrd. He was actually talking at Robert Byrd's funeral. Do you know who Robert Byrd is? The Grand Dragon for the KKK. Became a senator. Do you know who else is supporting Joe Biden? The current Grand Dragon for the KKK. So, could someone tell me why none of this shit's being brought up? It's disgusting. So, you know, of course, Trump's going to respond, and he did. Listen. 
And, you know, I see Whitmer today. She's complaining, but it was our Justice Department that arrested the people that she was complaining about. It was my Justice Department that arrested them. Fact check. True. Can the FBI did it. His Justice Department did it. Can any credit be given to the Trump administration? If, she, if Gretchen Whitmer weren't so busy defunding the police and releasing criminals... Her administration might have caught these people. This is an evil... Now, let's talk about this. I, I didn't mention their names. They're called the Wolverines or some bullshit like that. Ba I, I guess it's based off the 80s movie Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze. I, I don't know. But this group is evil. And 99%, 99.9% of Americans think this is an evil group. There is not a white supremacist... It is not a white supremacist group. They are an anti-governmental group. They don't like the government. They want to overthrow the entire government. They just think Gretchen Whitmer is the most extreme tyrant in the government. Which, fact check, true. She is a tyrant. Last week, or two weeks, was it last week? I think it was last week. Her, the Michigan Supreme Court overruled her on her decisions to close the economy of Michigan for coronavirus, and she said, well, I'm going to do it anyway. This is a bad human being, a terrible human being. She's all about power. That's all she is. They picked Whitmar because she's a tyrant. But guess who else doesn't think... Um, Guess who else thinks, but guess who else they don't like, this group. This is the leader, that Grabian guy, I think his name is. This is the leader of that group talking about the federal government. Not Whitmar, the federal government. Listen. No, Trump is not your friend, dude. And it's it amazes me that people actually like believe that when he's shown over and over and over again that he's a tyrant. Every single person that works for government is your enemy, dude. Does that sound like he is a pro-Trump guy? He hates government, period. End of story. He's not a... He's basically a communist. I don't want to use the word fascist because I don't think fascist is a, a governmental term, but... He is a tyrant. He's the same thing as Whitmar is. He doesn't like government. He wants to eliminate the government. He wants to overthrow the government. Is he far right? Yeah. Is he um is he a white nationalist? Probably not. I don't think he gives a rat's ass who people are. But, you know, now that he basically announced himself as not being not being pro-Trump, maybe the Democrats will start loving him and let him go. I don't know. Well, he, they can't. He's under federal custody, custody because the Trump DOJ caught him. So we'll have to see how that's going to work. Okay. Oh, this, this, this next story, it just trips me out. It really does. Um, I love when celebrities do shit like this. I really do. It just trips me out. Uh, a bunch of celebrities got together and decided to do a video naked to encourage <laughs> to 
to encourage people to vote. I just, damn, these guys are so fucking stupid. Just listen. I'm naked. I'm completely butt-ass naked. I'm naked. I'm like naked. There isn't a man behind me. These are my hands. Why you want me to be naked? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Ruffalo, um, put your clothes on. To be honest, I wish I could cover my hands with my boobs, but here we are. I'm here to talk to you about voting. Did you know that ballots could be naked? And if you don't do exactly what I tell you, your ballot could get thrown out. This is uh, my ballot, just got it. First of all, when your ballot comes, you're supposed to read the instructions. Read and follow the instructions that come with your ballot. And if they say to use a black pen, use a black pen. I know that's like literally the least sexy thing a completely naked person could say, but... Uh, but, but I have crumb like can of Pepsi. Is problem? Number two. <laughs> In some states like Pennsylvania. 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 There are two envelopes you have to stuff your ballot in, otherwise it's called a naked ballot. Naked ballots, <gasps> and you don't want to have one of those. Number three, mail your ballot in as soon as you can. Don't sit on them. Get those things out ASAP. Like now. Do it. Get it in as soon as you can. I gotta get my ballot to the mother post office. Let's go. Please vote. Take your clothes off and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Everyone's voice matters in this election. Please vote. America needs you. <sighs> Jesus Christ. This is just dumb. In fact, it's a turnoff for conservative and independent voters. These people think all we want to see them is naked, which it, it, that's going to encourage us to vote. How arrogant is this, by the way? Why would I want to see Amy Schumer, Chelsea Handler, Chris Ruffalo, or Chris Rock naked? That's disgusting. I mean, I'd like to see Sarah Silverman naked because she's kind of hot, but I mean, she's older. I'm sure shit is beginning to sag a little bit, but outside of that, why would we want to see this? And by the way, why is it that these people, they cuss to the point it's got to be beeped out? They can't control their words? I I cuss, but I'm not beeping it out. So that's, that's how it is. I'm actually having a conversation with you. Nobody who's into politics listens to celebrities. This is a fact of the matter. They have never had any impact, celebrities, on any election. Celebrities hated Trump. He won. Bro celebrities loved Barack Obama. He won. But he won because he was just popular. Uh, celebrities hated George Bush. He won. Celebrities loved uh, Bill Clinton. And he won because he was just popular. It's so stupid. It's, this whole thing is dumb, and I hope they continue doing what they're doing. So I've got a couple of headlines. I'm already over 30 minutes. Um, so let's let's do the headlines. Uh, the October debates, October 15th debate has been canceled, 
and Sleepy Creepy Joe must be pissing in his diaper right now in joy. Um, because I think Trump would have been a lot better off in that debate. Uh, they've decided that there's some debate commission that makes these decisions, and it's kind of like, um, who is this debate commission, by the way? Let's get rid of these debate commissions. What, can't we just have a debate? Uh, I, I, the problem is I think Trump needs a debate. I think he needs to, to in the last debate, which is September 29th, I think he's really going to have to win that debate. Um, so far, the polls are really mixed. There are a lot of polls that are showing that Trump actually is in really good shape. But a lot of polls show that Trump's not in great shape. I don't know who's going to win. I personally think that it's going to be Trump. And I think it's going to be by a long shot. I think he, and I've heard this from a couple of pollsters that said that they think Trump not only will win the Electoral College, he'll probably win the, prob the um, popular vote. I don't know. I'm not feeling comfortable with it. I'm actually got my ballot in right now. It's sitting right here. I'm going to fill it out. I'm going to contact my dad and we're going to talk about some of the, the local elections, local stuff. So we'll have to see. Whitey Ford, the famous Yankee pitcher, is dead at 91. The chairman of the board, fantastic pitcher for the Yankees, gone. 91, he just died of natural causes. So, it is what it is. Um, the big news, Eddie Van Halen last week died. Now, let me tell you something. I used to work in Malibu as a grocery store uh, liquor manager. I worked as a, a line manager, supervisor, and a liquor manager. And I met Eddie Van Halen. I actually saw him quite a bit. And, and his wife, Valerie Bertinelli. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, who um, is his son, I've, I saw him when he was two years old. Uh, Wolfgang, I think, either played bass or drums for Van Halen. Um, so it, this, was, this was something kind of personal because I liked Van Halen. I loved his guitar. I loved the way he played guitar. I wasn't a huge Van Halen fan because I thought they were kind of party rock and I wasn't really into party rock. But he was one of the best guitarists ever. As a matter of fact, I think it was Rolling Stone that said he was number eight all time as far as guitars go. I mean, he was behind guys like... Um, he was behind guys like uh, Jimi Hendrix and uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. He was a fantastic guitarist. Now, I, I knew Valerie Bertinelli. I, I'm not so sure Valerie Bertinelli wouldn't see me today and not know me. Because she was always very... She was very motherly. She really was. She was... Uh, and Eddie Van Halen, at the time, was drunk and on drugs all the time. So, and that's, you know... I, I, I knew... Um, um, I knew a couple of guys. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., the guy, Robert Downey Jr. would recognize me because we talk so often. And Robert Downey Jr. was stoned all the time. That doesn't mean he wasn't a good guy. He was a good guy. Eddie Van Halen was a good guy. He was actually quiet. He was kind of shy. So this one kind of hurt. And we're going to conclude this podcast with his famous guitar solo called Eruption. 
I'm probably going to get banned from YouTube. I'm probably going to have to download this later. Whatever. But, and then post it on YouTube. But it was one of the greatest, it's one of the greatest guitar solos ever written. And it's only like two minutes long. It's very short. So you can follow me um, on Twitter uh, at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. Uh, you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I've got a lot of video on the website this week. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.